and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 264. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis, and I am glad you're here. Today's blogcast is uh, inspired by... I, I I need a better word than inspired by, because sometimes... Like if it's a rant, as this one will be, so get yourselves ready. Uh, it doesn't feel like inspiration. Do you know what I mean? It's like it it has like I, I don't know, inflamed by or I, well, I maybe inflamed by this. This blog was inflamed by a New York City grant. Uh, no, inflamed is not right. I I don't know if anyone has a good word that is like inspired, but, uh, but not, I would like, I would like to use it here. And for many of my blogs, (laughs) uh, yeah. So some of them are, some of them are not full of fury. Some of them are, I mean, there's some that are just, you know, when everything's great, right? So, so, but this is not one of those. I'm sorry. Um, so this one is called a $5,000 grant would be a $5,000 problem. A day after applications opened, the email notifications of the grant's existence came out. After a lot of hype, the City Core Arts Grants applications were live. I waited until midnight to look at the tab I'd left open all day. I confess I did not have high hopes for it. But around midnight, I finally got the will to check it out. When I finally understood what its parameters were, I cursed and shut it all down again. There was no way I could do what it was asking. Another opportunity that I was just too uninspired to take on. Sigh. I've been here before. Ah, well. But then we started talking about this opportunity, and I started to realize what a mess it was. It's not that I'm uninspired, it's that this grant is ridiculous. First, it's been billed as a way to support artists after a devastating year with no support and, for performing artists, having our entire field shut down. It's been pitched as a parcel of funds to help counteract the losses we endured. It is $5,000 for 3,000 individual artists. That's nice. It's a lovely idea. If I had $5,000 to give 3,000 individual artists, I absolutely would do it. What a boon for those 3,000 artists. But the catch is, they're not just giving 3,000 artists $5,000. It's not a gift. For 5K, they expect a return. They want live performances. They want murals. They want workshops and celebrations. They're trying to buy a summer full of art with a last-minute investment. Because it's not just that they want a show of some kind. They want it starting immediately. These performances have to happen between July and October. This timeline and this budget are impossible. I can't make a show for 5K in New York City. I don't know anyone who can. If I were to sign up to try and get this grant, I'd be signing up for a $5,000 problem. 
First, this $5,000 would not go to me, the artist, though this is the stated goal of this grant. The first place it would need to go would be a rehearsal space. And if we need to rent a performance venue, that's it. The grant money is already spent. But but let's say we're going to do this outdoors, guerrilla style, maybe on one of these open streets they set up this year. Then maybe there's enough money to pay some of the performers. If we want it to look good and the photos we're required to provide for the city, we'll need to hire some good costume and scenic designers, not to mention a photographer to document this street performance. I, personally, the artist who applied for this thing that is meant to help me, will likely not see a dime. Not to mention that I'll have had absolutely zero time to prepare. I'd be expected to find a venue, cast a show, find a place to rehearse it, and put it all on at warp speed. On top of that, I'd for sure need to raise more money to get anything really done. It's not a great deal for me. Now, if this grant gave me 5K and a free rehearsal space and just wanted a couple of photos of whatever I came up with, that might be something. That would be a grant that encouraged the creation of art rather than demanding some kind of product. A city that gave its artists funds to just do whatever would yield some really exciting, interesting art. I fear the opposite is about to happen with this grant. One of the requirements for this grant is to provide evidence of sustained art making here in New York City. This seems reasonable, but it would be much better for the state of the arts here in general if instead of asking those New York City artists with a track record to come up with a product with no real budget in a hurry, they just had a lottery for those artists and checked in with the winners after a little while to see what they came up with. I'm sure everyone involved in this grant has the best of intentions, but it does feel a little bit like after a brutal year, we emerge from our caves, our entire field blunted by disuse and tears, and the city of New York says from the audience, showtime, and we're just pushed out on stage with no preparation. I don't know how to say, I'm sorry, but I'm depleted and discouraged and I've got nothing for you. I would like to receive $5,000 from the city of New York. I have been making art here for over two decades. It would be nice to receive a little something in honor of those years of contributing to the culture. But I just don't have an idea for how to pull off this impossible task for not enough money. It's not me. It's this grant. This grant wants to see us dance, and we are still limping back from the wars. Do we want to be dancing? Of course. There are just certain realities that we have to acknowledge. Dance costs money, and it takes time to create. I feel quite sure the grantmakers imagined a summer of dozens of dancers leaping through the streets, actors staging epics on corners, murals being painted everywhere. It is a beautiful fantasy. I think it's more likely that there will be a lot of solo artists doing whatever they can in random corners. There are going to be poets and magicians and lone cellists in the streets, And if we have an abundance of poets and cellos this summer, that's cool. 
But I feel fairly certain that this grant was not meant to be exclusively poets and cellists. And as mad as this dance artist dance grant makes me, I'd still apply for it if I had even the barest semblance of an idea. I try to imagine it. I picture getting sparked by something. And then I have to find a rehearsal space and I can imagine making those calls, discovering who is still here and who has lost their space. I picture trying to find a venue and confronting the same difficult reality. None of it gives me any joy or hope, really. I'm sure there are artists among us for whom this will be very helpful and I am very glad for them and I look forward to seeing their work. But for those, like me, who might feel demoralized by these grants that are theoretically created to help us, it just feels important to acknowledge that these are not helpful for everyone. In thinking about this, I found myself weeping harder than I have in months. And while I appreciate a good cry, I'm not sure I appreciate a grant whose very existence makes artists feel inadequate and uninspired. Intellectually, I know that I'm not artistically dead. I know that not being able to come up with a show for an impossible grant for not enough money does not mean I'm empty forever. But it sure feels like that. I just can't seem to stop crying whenever I try and access the inspiration well. I know that the inspiration well depends on my feeling safe and secure and stimulated. And after this year, I am none of those things. It is not the job of the city of New York to be concerned with my inspiration well. But the safety and security of thousands of artists here have been compromised, and I would wager that lots of artists might be in tears about their inspiration wells today. The city of New York missed a big opportunity to actually help artists, to give us a sense of safety and security that might actually make space for inspiration and instead, it just wants us to smile and put on a show. So I wrote this in June, about the day after I started getting emails about it from various arts organizations, which was also the day after the applications opened. Hey, I think everything's running a little bit behind because it's all super rushed. Anyway, I wrote this in June and, uh, you know, in June, they were like, oh, hey, we want projects starting July, which is really crazy. Um, but uh, it is now August, and um, I have not heard of a single project that is a result of this grant. Not one. And you know what? I know a lot of artists in New York City, and I, I literally have heard of no one doing this at, at all. It's very possible that I'm just out of the loop and there are dozens of them happening all over the city and it's all very exciting, but I honestly have, have not heard of a single one and this project has already been going for a month. So I think it's going great, guys. It's really going great. Uh, but in the good news department, um, I have come up with an idea to apply for this thing with, um, 
despite my absolute despair and not having a single idea a couple months ago, now I have one and I have begun the process of applying for this thing. And uh, the thing of it is, like, I have an idea, finally, thank God, grateful for it, because the energy of an idea that you're, like, actually, you know, ready to to do the work for is, um, that that is no small gift. So I'm incredibly grateful to have an idea. And I recognize that the only reason that my brain finally got space for an idea is because I am away and I am in a place that is beautiful and where I have access to a swimming pool and I'm not overwhelmed with, you know, all the, the sort of day-to-day of my life in New York. So I, I, I'm actually incredibly privileged to get the time and space that allows my brain to like drop in an idea and say, aha, this is a thing we could do. And I, I don't think most people have that. So <laughs> I, while it's like, oh, good news, I, I can apply for this now. I don't know that that's true for a lot of people. And that makes me real sad about the state of the arts. But again, it's the fault of this just hastily and and not thought out grant. <laughs> and, I, you know, I may develop this idea further, but I, I started to realize like, oh, if the way this grant is set up, when they write the check, they'll write it to me individually, right? They won't write it to my theater company. So then it becomes my responsibility to like dole out the money to the people from my own checking account as opposed to my nonprofit theater company. So I will have to pay taxes on, uh, on something that I would not, my company would not be paying taxes for. Anyway, it's like, it's, it's just ridiculous. And it could really, you know, uh, it could mess up my health insurance and all kinds of things where it's like, I know they're trying to help individual artists, but it actually could create a huge problem that I'm already seeing down the pike were I to get it. Now, will I get it? Probably not. But <laughs> uh, at least I have an idea. That's the thing. I'm so glad to have an idea. I'll tell you more about it as, a, as it evolves. But um, yeah, it's uh, the, the, the panic of, of being empty like that was very bad. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, what song I have here for you is I, I, um, I investigated songs about, you know, wells running dry because I knew there were some, but I couldn't think of them. And, uh, I found two, um, and (laughs) one, it was popularized by Otis Redding and the other, was a Buck Owens tune and it was much easier to learn the Buck Owens than it was to learn the, uh, the Otis Redding. Um, but, uh, the, the Otis Redding song is, is more thematically appropriate for this post. And, um, I'm going to do the Buck Owens one for, for with next week. Post. So if you want more songs about wells running dry, 
it's a it's gonna be a a, a theme today and next week. Um, so yeah, so I I it took me a while to to sort of figure this song out, and I and actually ended up going back to the original, which was written by a guy called William Bell, and uh, and I also listened to a bunch of other covers of it, and and. I think I thought this song was a lot older than it was, but I think it was written in 1961. Um, so it's not like an old, old tune. The Buck Owens one is is older, came first, um, which is somehow surprising. <laughs> I don't know why, but it was. Um, and I guess this like not missing the water till the well runs dry idea has been around. Like, I guess it was a saying. I, I didn't do the research on that. I, I feel now I, now I want to, um, if I find something out, I'll tell you. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, I guess, you know, we don't have as many wells around these days, so people don't really write songs about the well being dry in 2021. I mean, some people still have wells, but, but not a lot. And in the 30s, when Buck Owens wrote his song, I believe it was the 30s, again, I'll have to check, but there were a lot more people with wells, or at least with a living memory of having a well. Uh, yeah. But gratefully, I've been out here um, refilling my well, so it's not running quite as dry. Thank goodness. I, I owe it all to a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> right so uh that song is coming up here in just a moment meanwhile thank you so much for listening if you like the podcast please tell someone about it like review subscribe all the things if you would like to support it with your dollars there is patreon.com slash emily r davis there's also ko-fi and paypal all those links are in the show notes I am grateful for your ears and whatever other support you have available. So here now on blues ukulele, <laughs> who, who would have thought, you know what I'm saying? Blues ukulele. Here is you don't miss the water. Here and wonder how can this 
you'd ever leave me But now you left me Oh, how I cry You don't miss your water Till your well runs dry I miss my water Try